0: A wine art space.
1: Oh no, not together. they're not like <laughs> Oh no, what are this called? The painting with the twist?
0: <laughs> oh no, no. Oh my god. Oh no, 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 no. We weren't not even bad. going there. No way, not no way.
1: <laughs> no no harm, no foul to people that enjoy that though. Do you yeah.
0: I actually e- even though how like interesting that looks th- the 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 emotions you see from people doing it are so true and so genuine that mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't hate on it.
1: Yeah. It's like a it's hard to or well, it's not hard, it's very easy to hate on it because I think it's hilarious. Of course, of <laughs> like course. it's so funny to me how like invested people get into it. It's yeah. like who is the one person that takes it very seriously and is yeah. like, er, like giving it an earnest, good old fashioned college try. Like they're really trying to. Yeah. Like, nail that landscape
0: you know they they really are It's Rashad, and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. Zoe Rain is the founder and creative director of Caldera Magazine, a magazine and multimedia platform dedicated to championing the voices of artists and creatives from bi and queer communities. Founded in 2018, based in Philadelphia, Zoe also works with collaborative programs at the Penn Museum and programs at the Rail Park. People ask me if I'm a New Yorker. I'm not. I'm still Philly all the way, specifically Delco. This is my way of keeping in touch with Philly. Zoe, you keep Philly in check. The whole left behind. Please welcome Zoe Rain.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: It's good to have you. How are you?
1: I am good. I'm a little hungover. I can't lie, but I am very good.
0: Oh, yeah. And we both have glasses on, so we're hiding it
1: yeah yeah these are helping keep me alive right now
0: <laughs> what were you we drinking
1: uh just beer honestly there's um i went to bach bar with a few people just because it's like an outdoor venue yeah
0: um, did you go to the restaurant
1: no no i didn't get together like had a ticketed thing for like mm-hmm. middle child clubhouse so it sold out mm-hmm. unfortunately
0: shout out to middle child they, they actually told me about that when i was in town and they were like, yeah, come back, and we're doing this thing. What What's the restaurant called?
1: I think it's just Middle Child Clubhouse, I'm pretty sure.
0: And they're taking over...
1: Or they were did like a pop-up with Irwin's.
0: Erwins. that's yeah. right. That's right. And Irwin now has the chef and possibly the old founder of Res Ipsa,
1: yes it was my favorite restaurant that was my
0: favorite restaurant too i used to work there oh really Mm -hmm.
1: oh that's hilarious then we've absolutely like ships in the night we've been crossing paths left and right then yeah Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and shout out to res ips i don't even know if it's still open but
1: no closed because of the pandemic
0: oh no way yeah
1: it's heartbreaking (laughs) it is
0: heartbreaking best pasta that was crazy honestly it was like (laughs) <laughs> the best pasta i've ever had because you know the italian market is not it's like it's good but like who wants to eat racist pasta
1: yeah exactly let's i don't want to <laughs> like, eat in front of the rizzo mural well i mean it's not there anymore thank god but thank yeah, god it smells racist <laughs> It's not great.
0: <laughs> and like i don't know if you ever rode your bike down on 9th street but there's like potholes everywhere yeah, no, so I, can't.
1: I can't bike in the city, actually, but even just walking, it's like a hazard down it there. It
0: really is.
1: Not safe, at all.
0: No, not at all. Where do you like to go in Philadelphia?
1: Uh, in the before times, I was a really, really big fan of El Bar. It's my favorite bar in the city and Fishtown, but I know... I mean, no shade, but I don't think they—they they did. <laughs> I don't see them like doing what they need to do to like keep things safe. During oh the
0: no, not at all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I just—I just don't see them like wiping everything down. They no didn't, way. Normal circumstances, so definitely
0: not pandemic proof. It was definitely not even regular proof to be. Yeah, honest. it was
1: like not good, and that's I did. See a few people that like had gone. Um, they set up outdoor seating eventually, but because of the policies in place, they had to sell food. So they're making people eat or not making people eat, making people buy <laughs> hard boiled eggs or just like a sad, like wait,
0: that was, food. Food? That, that was their food. That was their food. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> That's <But> disgusting. <laughs> I, I can't imagine.
0: In New York, it was you know, a bag of chips or something. But I love that Elbar was trying to be Elbar.
1: Yeah, just, like, gotta make some hard-boiled eggs every night and just have them sitting out at room temp for
0: people. (laughs) Elbar. Oh, my God. So how we know each other is through Nick, Mm -hmm. Sean, close friend of mine, and we played our first show at Elbar. Oh, really? Many moons ago. it was great it was a lot of fun how do you two know each other
1: that's nick i love nick shout out to nick
0: shout out to Nick.
1: favorite human beings they applied to be an intern for caldera like i guess two two almost three years ago now um, and when I was looking at their writing sample and their resume and everything, I was like, you're too good to be an intern. <laughs> you I think you should actually come on as an editor or a writer. And so that's um how we met and we've just like become friends too, like working through through caldera stuff.
0: Which is wild, because I actually didn't know he was a writer.
1: Really? I didn't know he could write like that. Yeah, it's like a hidden talent, I think, because I well, it's like hard to consider yourself a writer. I like, mm. I know, I still struggle with that too. I don't call mm. myself a writer, even though it's the bulk of what I do. Oh yeah, or Caldera, but yeah, it's a weird thing to accept as your title.
0: Yeah, I didn't know you two were you know writers of the pen. Like the pen is, uh. Strong. St- I mean, I wouldn't call myself a writer as well, even though I'd be writing these scripts all
1: day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I like mean, a weird-
0: it is a weird thing. I mean, in the pandemic, I like actually tried to write a book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a casual activity.
0: <laughs> oh, what am I supposed to do? Oh, I guess I'm gonna write a book.
1: Not now is the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was a writer, but we did go to Japan together.
1: Oh, really? But did you? both
0: go to drexel together then or no nah, we're very very different ages uh i went to temple
1: oh i went to temple okay wait when did it. you graduate from temple
0: i'm i've all over the place all over the place i graduated in 2014 but i transferred oh. from a commu- from delco community college oh. but i was like in the fox school of business and oh, the- okay switch to advertising in our direction but i just thought it was funny because how me and nick met was we worked at a terrible coffee shop in west philly and that's how we met i met him on my last day
1: oh it's hilarious wait what coffee shop was it you i don't even me? remember oh it was what? green line I, I
0: hate green line but Ugh, i can't believe green line's still there
1: thriving open and thriving which no is- way to me like it's so bad but that's okay i won't touch it i don't like them though
0: so green line i'm guessing you're in west philly
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i'm in like southwest cedar park area
0: southwest Mm -hmm. let's go
1: yeah it's very very pretty over here love it shout out southwest cedar park (laughs) very very nice
0: (laughs) yeah you've been you've been working on your home i love it
1: yeah it's a lot of we purchased this house um back in october and moved in on halloween and it's been quite the journey <laughs> since then like obviously it goes without saying that like buying a house is a crazy thing to do but like buying a house that was built in the year 1900 <laughs> like ours, oh like kind of crazy so yeah it's a lot of work i bet i i definitely bet i mean
0: I love that our worlds intersect with Lichen, Pink Essay, and Yaoi, and like many more. If I lived in Philly, I would have totally met you in person because we obviously share the same similar interests. Oh, yeah. With your house, I recently read your interview on Architectural Digest's like clever series. Mm-hmm. They interviewed you in your new home with the updated kitchen.
1: Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Oh so like, good. Sure. Yeah. That was our apartment actually like right before we moved into this house. Like it was funny. Like they did the feature in our apartment as we were like, we're actually moving out of here. No way. Here. But it was like, that was a great apartment. That was in queen village actually. Like right that's off.
0: insane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the IG stories or post updates of you painting and restoring pieces of the house. It's currently in the home
1: that you're in yeah yeah like anything that's like currently going up on my gram is the house yeah
0: (laughs) yeah you guys have like a beautiful home i mean i love the noguchi lamp everyone should have one in their home
1: yes yes it's a quintessential feature everyone needs it (laughs)
0: everyone needs it i mean the giant black dice that you guys scored from jinx is Mm -hmm. so
1: sick yeah Um, yeah they're so fun but people um are always surprised they're so like light you can actually like throw them around pretty not that like you should throw them because they're pretty big but they're uh easy to like actually play with which is kind of fun
0: (laughs) i used to live by jinx in Mm fishtown and would pop in every day i used to think la Colombe coffee was amazing glad i moved on from that The space
1: is amazing. The space is amazing. It's fun to go work there.
0: And Jinx has like a million locations in Philly. Mm -hmm. So they
1: open more and more. Actually, I think they just opened another one too in like Port Richmond. What? That's like their warehouse. I haven't been to it yet. Well, none of them are open because of that. Because you still have to like shop on the Instagram, which I incredibly frustrating.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I bet.
1: Go so quickly, like people are quick to act, but
0: it's the bots. The <laughs> bots
1: buying up all the good vintage furniture.
0: <laughs> Is that where you go to buy all your vintage pieces? I mean, I, I bet you have like different spots.
1: Yeah, Jinx is great. Um, The Modern Republic is actually probably like one of my favorite uh, vintage furniture shops in Philly. And they just opened up a location. I haven't been to the new location yet, though, in North Mm -hmm. Philly. But it looks great. And like Betsu Studio, of course. We just got our new dining room table from her.
0: I just found out about Betsu Studio only because of Middle Child.
1: Yeah. No, she's been around. I think the owner's name is Laura. Laura or Lauren. But they're Mm -hmm. great and she has a really good eye and she restores stuff like in-house which is really cool and nice because like it's jinx is cool for finding stuff and um like retrospect on south street but like they don't obviously restore anything so it is what it is no it's (laughs) it's, it's the l bar of furniture yeah it's like it's nice if you like are gonna take the time to put in the work and like clean it up and update it as you need it to like so it functions Mm -hmm. uh but she like does all of that for you which is really cool
0: i wish i was able to check out her studio while i was there
1: yeah next time you looks pretty room town you gotta go
0: (laughs) so nick sean one of my good friends Mm -hmm. he's now special projects editor for you guys and before I said that I played in a band with him when I was in Philly. And now he produces music for me and my projects. they are mm-hmm. super talented. I love the interview he did with one of my favorite authors, Hanif.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that was great. I was so surprised he agreed to be interviewed by us because it's like such a, we're such a small publication. Like mm-hmm. we really aren't like that big and in indie publication world. Because <laughs> we're not, we've only been around for a few years but yeah i was a little shocked that he agreed to be interviewed and nick did a really really good interview with them too it was like a really thoughtful so good yeah
0: and yeah like you said like a small independent magazine but that was like a hard hitting piece for i I was surprised because i loved all of his new books and his previous Mm -hmm. books yeah you guys like came out like swinging hard
1: yeah, it's like, I'm still a little surprised sometimes when I like look back at like all of our because we just sent our sixth issue to print finally <laughs> mm-hmm. after like an outrageous setback. It finally went to print a year after the fact, um, but like seeing like who we've been able to like interview or feature as contributors and stuff is crazy to like see like oh we're like not just focusing on emerging. Artists or writers anyway. anymore? Like now, they're like actually really established artists who like show at Art Basil who like we've been able to work with. So it's,
0: it's which really which Art is still like bottom, you know? And like I totally hear you on that because like people say that the podcast is all about you're catching people in the moment before they become like bigger than they are. I mean, you guys had Johnny Lee, and now yeah. Lee he mm-hmm. just keeps going.
1: Yeah, I love Gianni. We actually just crossed paths again because he like has a pop up studio in Philly this summer, so he's nice. back and forth. Because I think he's based in Brooklyn mainly now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but he, yeah, we just like crossed paths again for like a different project, um, for a potential project, I'll say. Um, so it's a, yeah, small worlds. But...
0: but I love that he stays true to his Philly roots.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just a ride or die Philly guy for sure.
0: Especially with the the big day trash project he's got going on yeah with tiara whack and everyone it's yeah. babylon cartel still lives
1: yeah yeah but he always like i tried to ask when i interviewed him too it's like people always ask and you know they're not closing any doors but they're certainly not like making any public plans
0: no they're not they're not i actually did run into aaron babylon Oh really as well around Bedstai and I'm just like yo you guys are killing it but you guys are not releasing any new products it's amazing Ten- it right. yeah it's
1: actually, it actually speaks to like their brand <laughs> they've been able to like be so successful and elusive and literally not release anything
0: yeah <laughs> no, not at all now going back to, yeah, your new issue and one year later, but I'm, I'm very excited that the new issue, issue six of Caldera is mm-hmm. about to come out. It's also featuring one of our favorites, John Key. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. him.
1: Yes. He was great. He actually, I saw his work in person at Art Basel the last time it was, when was that a thing? I guess in 2019, mm-hmm. um, in person. And I was like, I have to try and interview this artist. I must speak with them. And they agreed where they were really responsive and quick, which was again, surprising just as, as, as such an established and like successful artist and designer, I was shocked that they would agree to let little me interview them. But they did, and it was a great. It's actually my favorite interview in the in the six issue.
0: I can't wait. I really can't wait to read it. He also works on alongside with commercial type that me the company I run and commercial type will be featured mm-hmm. as well. Interviewed by Nick, which is mm-hmm. which is great. So. John Key is an amazing type designer, works with Christian Schwartz and the team over at Commercial Type. You know, I love your magazine. You guys showcase and feature talented artists and people in their craft. Besides, yeah, Art Basel for John Key, how did you find them?
1: Um, Find like other artists and yeah. people in the future. That's I fall down Instagram K holes really often, and I have I, I probably look like a maniac if you were to like look at my saved folders and stuff because I'm just like saving people's posts or like tracking hashtags and locations and all kinds of stuff just to like see like who's doing what where and why. Um, mm. And then I usually, like, use that as a basis to kind of take it to my laptop and actually do some hard research to, like, find people. Um, And on a boring note, I I subscribe to, like, all galleries, um, big and small, around the countries. like what are they e- e-list newsletter that's the word I'm looking for um just to like stay up to date on shows and stuff but I don't even really care about the show it's more like who's in the show oh of course uh, but I'm like been stalking online but that's my general methodology for finding people or I just talk to people too like when I'm out like if I see something and or see somebody doing something I'll just stop and talk to them
0: me too all the time and I try so hard not to yeah <laughs> someone the other day was like oh you're a very sociable person do you like ever turn it off and i was like i was actually just thinking about that while on my way over to like talk to you yeah be like i don't know how to turn it off i want sometimes i do want to turn it off but it's just like oh you're interesting
1: yeah yeah it's like sometimes if I catch because I'm in a similar boat where I'm naturally very very outgoing and extroverted but I'm like I've gotten good at keeping it turned off because I will just interview people naturally and I'll like mm. hear myself and I'm like you sound crazy <laughs> you're probably scaring this person you're asking a lot of questions back off <laughs> just say hi and keep it moving
0: what's your sign
1: I'm an Aries,
0: Sun, Leo rising, Scorpio moon. Ooh, yes. I, I have to it.
1: apologize. Yeah, I'm a lot.
0: <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. What about you? I'm a Capricorn, Capricorn. Oh my god, I'm. I, well, what's what's Capricorn? Is yeah, <laughs> it's, a it's lot. very scary. I <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a double Cap. And my moon, my moon is, oh, I think I'm a sag
1: Oh, okay, yeah, a very interesting mixture. It's a very
0: interesting. It mixture. makes
1: sense that you like run a company and have a million projects going I on. hate it.
0: I hate it because like when I say that, it's just like, it's it's weird because yes, like that definitely resonates with the sign of course. But I'm glad that what backs it up is I share the same birthday with. Aaliyah, Shadé, and FK Twigs. Nice. So um, three powerful women.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I want to be a powerful woman as well. So.
1: <laughs> nice. You're on, you're on the track. <laughs> exactly.
0: So I'm glad that I have them to back everything up yeah. <laughs> to cover it all. So, but I don't know their moons, but yes, just got to know these signs, you know? Yeah.
1: I'm into it. The cult of astrology is here to stay and I'm happy people are (laughs) invested in it because I certainly am.
0: (laughs) And you guys also closely work with Pink Essay.
1: We have. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: When we started this podcast, we interviewed Pink Essay to dip our toes Mm -hmm. back in. How did you guys collaborate together?
1: Um, David, how did we meet? Actually, I think it was just through Instagram. Um, David had reached out to me to interview me for their like Pink Essays, uh, like editorial blog, like it's roomy. And then we just kind of hit it off and have become like fast friends. Um, so we didn't really like collaborate necessarily like through our platforms, but I mean, we did become friends. <laughs>
0: And that was the roomy days. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. They're always working too.
1: Yeah, they have a million things. David, like individually too, has like a ton going on now that they're actually designing um, furniture and like experimenting, which is so cool to see.
0: With Studio Guapo. Yeah. Wow. We're all in the same worlds.
1: Yeah, we all, it's funny how small yet large, the creative... Industries or people. I hate referring to myself as a creative.
0: (laughs) You and I both.
1: Creative, but whatever. Like, we all orbit each other. It's kind of interesting.
0: We really do. How do you try to explain that to people of like what you do? Sometimes it's a hard thing.
1: I don't know. I just sat, I'm part of this like next gen council thing for an art foundation that's like currently in development here in Philly. But we, like, we're going around the table introducing ourselves and they're like, oh, just like explain what you do. Oh,
0: like
1: where are you getting, I was like, I don't even know how to answer that question. I'm like an arts administrator slash curator slash writer, I guess, creative director reluctantly. I don't know. There's a lot. I work in creative placemaking too. So like, I don't, yeah, there's just like a lot of creative type stuff happening. Oh, yeah. The
0: other day, people people always ask me, like, yo, what do you do? And I'm like, um, and they're like, you don't know what you do? And I'm like, I do, yeah, but, you know?
1: Yeah, and it makes sense, obviously, to, like, those of us that are in it, especially because, like, there's, a lot of overlap and intersection and a lot of different creative industries is like, I don't think I, th- it's funny to me that I have somehow ended up in this design world because I am not a designer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can barely use InDesign. <laughs> like it's like, I am in no way a formal designer. I'm also not an interiors person like mm-hmm. professionally or by trade. I love interiors and design. We love. Yeah. We love, we stand all for it, but yeah. And I've like somehow ended up in this world um so yeah I like definitely when it comes to that kind of stuff I have no idea how to relay like my relationship to it because Mm. I like it and that's kind of
0: (laughs) exactly yeah it's
1: like I like it
0: we like it and it's funny how things have been shifted everyone loves to add the word creative Mm -hmm. to their thing yeah I talked about this the other I'm a creative finance guy it's like, what is,
1: like <laughs> what is literally what does that mean <laughs> it's, I met somebody once that they were an event planner they were an mm. event planner Then, no shade like that's a great I work in programming so like I love events and, and programs
0: we love to drink
1: yeah just call yourself a programmer then but they had adopted the title like event architect that's like
0: no they
1: were, no why are you calling yourself that, that they're like, like i'm
0: virgil Ablo. yeah I was like
1: okay i mean whatever looks good on your business card i guess but like what does that mean
0: i feel like philly actually invented all that <laughs> I, my like honestly i feel like philly invented all that because me and nick we share a best buddy of ours um shout out to ryan out there mm-hmm. and and he's like he is a real architect. Mm. Right? But yeah, everyone does like add like
1: like weird things to the end of their <laughs> the of their title. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but w- what was your trade, you know? What did you actually do?
1: Um <laughs> I went to Temple for communications and art history. Um and then I was really, really fortunate and, like, I it was able to start working professionally before I graduated. So I worked for student activities, doing events and programs, and then, like, really liked that niche um, field and then was able to, like, find a way to carry that over into my first gallery job. Um, so I worked at Arch Enemy Arts for a few years.
0: Oh, I love Arch Enemy Arts.
1: Yeah, they're, they were great. Um, they're still open, too. They survived the pandemic, so shout out to... Arch enemy, um, but they, I love. I have to say, I love shouting out to
0: people. I love shouting out too. <laughs>
1: Just casually, this very random shout out to everyone. Um, but yeah, so I was doing that, and then uh, decided I wanted to do like nonprofit stuff. So then I like left the gallery to go work at a small art nonprofit, uh, and then got really into public art and public space. Um, and did a few like public art installations, or worked with a few artists to do installations around the city and like murals. Um, Yeah, and then like I launched Caldera and quit my job (laughs) and moved to Chicago for a little bit to like pursue that and do freelance stuff and then came back and started working at the museum um, to see how museum life would be. And I don't love it, not not gonna lie, don't love the the big institution, (laughs) not for me. but yeah that's like a quick synopsis of, of what i've what i do
0: and what i've done when i when i asked that question "Well, what do you actually do i actually meant that with like actual people outside oh, oh. i already know what you do <laughs> only because of the fact that like that's why we love you like that's why we want to have you on the show is because we know what you do and like no, we, we share it. Oh,
1: shut up like, what? no it's, it was <laughs> great it was great to actual other
0: people out there but no 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 and like that's good to hear because I actually have a bunch of Philly friends that somehow when they like move to other places they like come back to Philly and they like work at museums and I'm just like I don't look at it as like a crisis job or anything like that it's more of like a like I'm gonna get my bearings back or something (laughs) yeah type of situation but like yeah it's it's definitely a trend that I see but yeah you're you're at the Penn museum and the rail park you work on programs i've never been to the rail park
1: oh yeah yeah
0: even when it was just a part of urban exploration like i remember bands going up there to take promo photos
1: Mm -hmm. lots of shady music videos have been filmed over there yeah
0: what programs have you been putting on
1: Um, We have launched, I'm like new on their team actually. I just started a few months ago. Um, We're doing like a summer series of just like exploratory programs. The whole team is new. So we just kind of like wanna see what people are interested in. So it was like performances and then um, some art-based stuff and then just like critical conversations about like public space. So we're working with um, Crafted actually, who you probably know. Nick and Brian from crafted. Um, and if you don't you should, <laughs> um, but, uh, they're doing like a series of critical conversations for us about, um, public space, which is cool. Um, and then I'm also working on this like massive community archive for them, um, that we're calling like the rail park time capsule. Um, oh, nice. yeah. Like we're hoping to solicit submissions from, people around the city because the rail park, when it's complete, cause like for anyone that doesn't know, it's like in development phase one is finished and it's like just under a mile. But when the park is done, it'll be three miles long and go through 10 different neighborhoods in the city, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So we're hoping to like get people from all these different neighborhoods to like help inform what the future of the park will actually look like and how it will function in their neighborhood. So that's like my big special project for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah
0: does is does the rail park remind you of the rail park in new york
1: oh the high line the
0: high line
1: <laughs> yeah it's like it's kind of funny because people i think think like the rail park is philly's response to the high line and in a lot of ways it is just because it's like mm. a raised park like on a railway (laughs) so like yes uh but it's also a lot different than the high line and like it's not like a city initiative philly didn't say oh look at all this unused space we should do something with it it was like community members the people together yeah to like create a group that would steward that because it would
0: have still been oh yeah a place for (laughs) people to shoot their band <laughs> photos yeah
1: like it wouldn't be nothing would have happened with it it's also like complicated because there are multiple landowners of the rail park so it wouldn't no. it's like not easy to, wow. to develop on no so the city would have probably yeah just like let it continue to sit there
0: what do you think graffiti park's gonna be turned into
1: honestly i'm not entirely sure
0: that, because that's also for those out there that don't know graffiti part. That's also another place where corny people would shoot their wedding photos. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, people in metal bands or folk bands would go there to shoot their.
1: It's, I I have in another life. I thought I was going to be um somebody that filmed music videos like mm. that gonna be my job and no one could tell me otherwise and i got to shoot uh, or help shoot a death metal music video down there no way yeah it was very interesting i laugh now whenever i get like a memory on my iphone <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like oh yeah i remember those days jesus
0: back in the day
1: four times
0: <laughs> whoa do you see yourself doing life after in the museums and the rail park? Do you see Caldero growing into something bigger and better?
1: I would hope so. I don't know how to answer that, really. Let's say like, I'm definitely. The type of person who will never only do one thing which I think you can relate to too where it's like I'm always gonna kind of have multiple projects going on whether they're financially successful enough <laughs> to sustain me or not you know who knows I don't know um but Caldera has always been just like a passion project so I'm fine if it stays in passion project territory um I love that yeah. Cause I, it's like, I feel like it's more successful and Nick and I were actually just talking about this not long ago, but it's, we're like at a point where it's successful enough that like we know it's working. So like the work is worth it, but we also don't need to like break our backs with these crazy editorial calendars. Like we were trying to do and like trying to like kind of keep tabs on like publishing and like what's going on that like we don't need to do any of that. So it's like, when it makes sense to publish an issue, we're gonna publish an issue. If we don't have it in us, if there's no inspiration and none of us have anything to say, then like, we're not gonna worry about developing any content or anything. So as long as it stays in that territory, I'm like, cool, Let's Gucci, I'm down for that. Um, and like bigger dreams, I would love to open my own art space, like nice. art space in Philly, but. We'll see about that. I'd also be down to open a wine store too, which has nothing to do with anything. So oh, I, I don't really know.
0: <laughs> a wine art space. <laughs> oh,
1: no, not together. Then that's like, <laughs> oh, no. What are those called? The painting with the twist?
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. We weren't not even going there. No way. Not no way. <laughs> not
1: no, no harm, no foul to people that enjoy that, though. Do you? Remember? Yeah.
0: I actually even though how like interesting that looks the 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 emotions you see from people doing it are so true and so genuine that I'm mm-hmm. like you can't hate on it
1: yeah it's like a it's hard to or well it's not hard it's very easy to hate on it because I think it's hilarious of course, of <laughs> like, it's so funny to me how like invested people get into it and it's yeah like, it's the one person that takes it very seriously and it's yeah like, er, like giving it an earnest good old-fashioned college try like they're really trying to, yeah
0: like,
1: nail that landscape you know
0: they, they really are <laughs> what uh one of my good friends that also has been on the podcast went with like went with his girl to one of those uh, and he's like a oh, professional painter, but I, like, love to see that he actually went with yeah. the girl to do it, and I just thought that, okay, wow, that is very sweet, and, like, you're just, like, putting all that behind you, but <laughs> I, you're just, like, drawing a little sun, and I was, like, actually, that sounds pretty therapeutic.
1: Yeah, I feel like it could be fun if, like, you just did it at home like I don't feel like you have to go to one of these like conference yeah (laughs) Yeah. paint a picture like you could just like have some wine in your backyard or on your porch and like get a few friends together
0: right exactly
1: like you you don't need need to all copy this like one weird image but (sighs) whatever
0: (laughs) that's funny (laughs) so yeah i mean so when you started caldera what's crazy is that i was just talking to someone the other day about how the magazine industry not even the industry it's like people still want coffee mags on their coffee tables perfect bound books want to show off their collection Mm -hmm. but there was that time when you know the magazine industry was like completely dead and we all thought that everything was gonna go digital and then it went back up to like no we want magazines Mm -hmm. so you guys were coming back with a vengeance (laughs) i I remember when i like lived in philly 215 was my 215 magazine was my magazine i loved Mm -hmm. it so much i loved it more than vice I loved it more than Popeye. And I just like loved having it as a coffee table book. And then, you know, they died because print was during the print is dead.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And here we are.
1: Yeah. And it was never dead. I mean, I think shitty print is dead. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like bad, like people want something that's like of real interest, which sounds like so obvious, but I think like, and not just print, because I think digital is kind of having their own reckoning with like just content like what do people actually want to read and Mm. see because there's also like a misconception that people don't want to read um or like they'll only read up to like 500 words like that's the limit, like no one will read more than that and that's obviously just not true like Mm. people who want to think and want to be exposed to new ideas like they're people will read more long-form content so yeah I think the, sh- the shitty print is is dead for sure, but there's definitely a lot of space for more exploratory, experimental publications. And digital, yeah.
0: And issue is dead. Like I thought that was really funny when issue was like, "No, we're gonna bring magazines to online," and we're and I was just like, "Yeah, that's not happening."
1: Yeah. No, that's I like went through a phase where I was like, "We should find a way to like have." the whole magazine available online digitally and like one of our previous designers spent so long trying to make it work. And eventually I was like, this is ugly. I can't even, I don't even care if it functions well. It's just hideous. I don't it's like the so look it. it doesn't mimic the like feeling of flipping through a magazine. So like why try and recreate it online? Like it doesn't. You know.
0: What exactly what is your take on the rise of newsletters?
1: I'm so fascinated by them because I stopped sending newsletters for Caldera because based on the analytics, no one was fucking opening. Them. <laughs> <laughs> like No one was reading them. No one was clicking on anything. And it's like, clearly people don't want these, but I think actually people just didn't want ours, which is totally fine. But I don't know what to make of it. Like, cause it's also just like regular everyday people, which is cool mm-hmm. and like good. Um, but like, any person can just kind of like share their thoughts via a newsletter, but it's like weird to me that they're taking off because it doesn't seem tied to anything. You know, does that make sense? Like, it's just like a weird thing.
0: I don't even think I thought that. So this whole new rise of newsletters obviously is so weirdly tied to like email marketing type of situation, Mm -hmm. but it's all because of like the push of like Substack yeah and culture and so it's it's interesting because people i i guess it's like off the grid when people don't want it to be like so professional you know like Mm -hmm. when the email newsletters are just like oh it's all like put
1: together yeah yeah it's like weird I'm subscribed to a few because I was mainly curious like what exactly like what is the point <laughs> like what is what is happening here but some of them are interesting like I think it's the ones that I like are by like writers who are tied to larger publications or like editorial platforms that like also have like a personal it's almost like a journal that like they just share like their like, Inner monologue, just a little bit more stylized. And those are interesting and really cool. And then, like, I subscribed myself to one, like, business one or something. And I was like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not down for that. But the more creative and, are like, personal ones are interesting.
0: But a lot that really bring people in are the ones that are, like, not grammatically correct, you know? The ones that are, like, misspelled and just, like, go off. <laughs> on yeah. a tangent.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: <laughs> like it's like um a tabloid meets but their credentials are heavy.
1: Yeah, that's like that's where they get that kind of stuff gets weird because it's also not you have to be subscribed in order to know what kind of what they're saying and there is no real fact checking or anything. So it could be a scary (laughs) path for us to go down exactly like getting their news or information from these weird newsletters that like have no checks and balances
0: the only fans for newsletters (laughs) unbelievable yeah so that's why you would have to definitely do your research on who is writing
1: Yeah, just take the time to, and this is a complete aside tangent, but with any information, people just take the minute or two to go off. Just Google it. (laughs) If something (laughs) doesn't sound right, it's probably because it's not freaking right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hats off to you on all these things that you do for somewhere many hats to Star Solutions. We're so excited to be in the newest issue of Caldera featuring our collaborators commercial type. We would love to produce and partner with Caldera as many ways as we can. When events start happening, would Caldera ever do a Caldera magazine panel with guest speakers? I'm not talking TED Talks. I'm not talking, like, panels. I'm talking, like, well, like, traditional panels. But I don't know. Something mm-hmm. bigger.
1: Yeah. that's We used to do events. Actually, we... um launched what was called the philadelphia inclusive arts festival and we did like a full weekend of programming and that's my bread and butter so i love that kind of shit so i'd love to bring that kind of stuff back and do like a big like symposium style like talk series Um, especially like as we were talking about like there's so much intersection across creative industries it would be cool to kind of like mix and match experts in their in their field for conversation so never say never
0: never say never I love it I hope to see it very very soon in the future if you were to get a chest tattoo quote in old English what would it be
1: uh, I was trying to look up old English before I hopped on because I was like, I don't actually think I know any old English phrases. His Shakespeare is not old English. I thought oh, it was. But... Actually,
0: oh, I meant like the old English font. You know how, oh, yeah, okay. you say, you know how like, you know <laughs> how like, yeah, like, trust Got me, it. I totally understand. So yeah.
1: Hilarious. Okay. I
0: don't, I feel like people use different fonts now. hmm to like write their quotes, but oh, I'm not. No, 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 no. This isn't a Shakespearean podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, that's a great question. I have no <laughs> idea. And like, just fell down a hole. Okay. That makes way more sense. Yeah, I would totally get a tattoo in that font. Um, I probably workhorse or something like that. Like, there's something about work that feels like a good, good phrase for something like that.
0: I like that. Workforce. Or workhorse. Or, or workhorse, Yeah. <laughs> workhorse, it's <that's>
1: very utilitarian. <laughs> that could be cool too, I don't
0: know. <laughs> or like a workhorse, like it's a horse working or something.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that's
0: the one. <laughs> oh, wow, that's... Hilarious. I, you know, I, I don't usually input my own chest tattoo quotes, but with that, I'd be like work, work-life balance or something.
1: <laughs> I like that workflow (laughs) (laughs) work wife
0: (laughs) plug your socials where can people find you
1: Uh, I am most active on Instagram Um, I update it feverishly so you can find me at zoe zoe rain r-a-y-n you can always follow caldera we're not very active over there sometimes we are when we feel like it Um, sometimes you do yeah there are times when we like are like oh yeah shit we gotta like update that <laughs> um and post a lot but yeah
0: the playlists that you guys put up are phenomenal the recommendations of musicians on point vagabond
1: back actually that's reminding
0: yeah so good i love it
1: thank you Thank
0: thank you so much for coming on Wear Many Hats, So It was so great to have you.
1: Thank you for having me. This was fun. I have never done a podcast interview before, so this was very fun.
0: No way. This is your first.
1: Yes. You popped a cherry.
0: Oh, amazing. (laughs) That's what we do here at Wear Many Hats. We pop cherries.
1: (laughs) You should put that on a (laughs) t-shirt.
0: But there'll definitely be many more podcast episodes that will have you on. I'm sure of it.
1: One can
0: hope. <laughs> One can hope. <laughs> and it won't be painting with a twist.
1: <laughs> Maybe it should be. should be. If you ever do a live <laughs> podcast event, like, you should absolutely do it.
0: And and see. paint at the same time while we interview. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> that
1: sounds wild. Wear many hats. Ha-ha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Until next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar and I'm Rashad, peace.